What time I am afraid I will trust in thee. I said this to my younger brother as we were outside at night in the dark doing some forgotten chore. It seemed to be comforting to him both at the time and in his memory as he has also preached about this incident. I remember this event because he reminds me of it. However, he may be giving me more credit than I deserve. It is easy to remember the verse from Psalms 56.3, as it was one that we were taught growing up. I was not reminding him to not be scared, you know, as the older sibling. I was, as they say, preaching to the choir. I was saying it for me. Sometimes courage and bravery are used as synonyms. And that may be true at times, but I think there's a distinction. Bravery is when we see a dangerous situation and immediately react bravely without thinking. And courage is seeing a situation as dangerous or scary and acting even though we're scared. Being outside in the country at night as a child was not brave. It's easy now to look back with my adult eyes and know that there was hardly any harm that I could have come to that night. I was pretty scared myself though. Authors Lisa Dungut and Jennifer Armstrong offer six types of courage. Physical courage, which is the courage to, that most of us think of first. Bob, if you wanna pop that, there you go. Um, it's bravery at the risk of bodily harm or death. It involves developing physical strength, resiliency, and awareness. It means that we keep going. And I imagine that this was on the forefront of King David's mind in Psalm 56 verse 3, bodily harm from his enemies. He had a lot of those. And I imagine that that's what the woman in this picture is facing as well. And social courage is the courage to be yourself unapolo unapologetically, not conforming to the expectations of others, being willing to show your true self, even if it means risking social disapproval or punishment. I, I use this picture because this is a video that I used a few weeks ago in service uh, called It's a Beautiful Glass. But I will tell you that the first time I ever watched that video, I spent the whole time looking at how he presented himself or they presented themselves. And I had to watch the video again to get the message. It's a lesson for me. Social courage means being able to express opinions and preferences without checking to see if they're in line with everyone else's opinions and preferences. And then moral courage is doing the right thing, even when it's uncomfortable or unpopular. I think I, think I might have these mixed up, Bob. There you go. 
Thank you. <laughs> Moral courage is doing the right thing even when it's uncomfortable or unpopular. A quality of mind and spirit that enables us to face up to ethical challenges firmly and confidently without flinching or retreating. And you can see that there still may be some wrestling that may happen with moral courage. Ultimately though, moral courage is choosing right action. And then emotional courage, feeling all your emotions without attachment or guilt. We'll find that slide. There you go. It says, if you're willing to feel everything, you can do anything. Life gives us many opportunities to be emotionally courageous. The key to emotional courage is to know that we can feel what we feel and believe what we believe and that we will be okay. That we can feel what we feel and that we will be okay. Reverend Bill Sinkford often says that sermons, Sunday mornings really, are about being able to tell the truth and know that we can survive it. And I imagine that he means both the events of our lives, the things that happen to us, and the truth-telling that happens around those days that happen to us. Emotional courage means we choose to stay connected to others, to our own lives, to be present to our lives, to the pain and the delight of it. Being willing to feel what we feel offers a truth that can set us free. And then intellectual courage to learn, unlearn, and relearn with an open and flexible mind. Intellectual courage is a willingness to consider new ideas, beliefs, and views. Being willing to learn something even when something new challenges what we previously thought. It may have something to do with the willingness to change our minds when presented with new information. Spiritual courage is living with purpose and meaning through a heart-centered approach toward all life and towards oneself. Opening ourselves up to our own vulnerabilities and mysteries of, and the mysteries of life. And of course, of course, life requires the merging of all these types of courage. I think about that first picture of the woman in the green dress facing down the police. She was in Baton Rouge, Louisiana over the death of Alton Sterling. That took more than just physical courage, though she was willing to put herself in harm's way in order to get to that point, that act of courage was born of moral, social, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual courage. <clears throat> Author Brene Brown invites us to choose courage over comfort. True courage comes when we decide to risk without knowing the outcome. It means showing up and letting yourself be seen despite the risk of that. And when you show up in this way, you open yourself up to joy and connection. But you can only do it by accepting that
that there could be pain. Paolo Coelho, author of The Alchemist, reminds us that the two hardest tests on the spiritual road are the patience to wait for the right moment and the courage not to be disappointed with what we encounter. The patience to wait for the right moment and the courage not to be disappointed with what we encounter. Indeed, courage is a spiritual virtue, an act of the spirit within us. Life itself requires courage. We often think of courage as great heroic acts, but most often it's everyday life that takes the most courage. We may not think about it because we're living it or enduring it or just trying to get through it. One of my favorite poems, Ellen Bass. The thing is, she writes, the thing is to love life, even when you have no stomach for it. And everything you've held dear crumbles like burnt paper in your hands, your throat filled with the silt of it. When grief sits with you, its tropical heat thickening the air, heavy as water, more fit for gills than lungs. When grief weights you like your own flesh, only more of it, a plethora of grief, you think, how can a body withstand this? And then you hold life like a face between your palms a plain face, no charming smile, no violet eyes. And you say, yes, I will take you. I will love you again. For a moment, I invite you to look around, look at your neighbor, look at each other, and know that there are things going on with each of you that you know nothing about. Take a moment to do that. Acknowledge their humanity and the everyday acts of courage that they choose every day. It's a beautiful life. We honor these daily acts of courage that life calls us to, saying, yes, I will love you again in the face of crippling anxiety, getting out of bed when depression would have us stay there, when the plethora of grief grips us over the death of a loved one or the loss of a job when the voices in our head tell us we do not matter, when we face the fear of police as some do every day, when we visit a loved, loved one in prison or a mental health facility, when we choose to accept ourselves as we are, 
to love ourselves when one day at a time we turn down the drink, when we hold hands in public, when we face our fears, have the hard conversation, show up, stay in the struggle, tell the truth. So many acts of courage we embody every day. I see you. I see you. The next slide, Bob. Artist Laura Zombie created this painting with a mission to support, support the inner child of a very dear friend and to help others too. When other people saw this painting, they began to share stories with the artist about how they connected with this piece. When it comes to being courageous or brave, many of us have this feeling of still being a kid, brave kids facing challenges each and every day. Laura Zombie writes, as obstacles of daily life arise, often created by others, as well as obstacles inside our mind created by ourselves, Dealing with each or both requires plenty of courage, and with that courage comes new levels of power, new levels of growth and strength. It's for kids, she says, and it's for parents too. And for all of us, all the rest of us, we are stronger than we think, Zombie reminds us. What is your personal image of courage? It doesn't have to be one of these that's been shown. It's uniquely yours. Even though someone else may choose the same image, what represents courage to you? What is your touchstone when it comes to courage? What is the visual or the sound that comes to mind? A Bible verse a line in a poem, holding the face of life and saying, yes, I will love you again, a stone, a hug. Think about it for a moment. Let it come to you to carry with you in your heart today. We are, each of us, brave kids facing challenges each day. When I look back on that night with my brother, the best part was that I was not alone. I spoke that Bible verse that we had been taught, but ultimately, when it came down to it, it was having him with me that made me be able to be courageous. I knew that if anything went down, we were in it together. 
There are dozens of ordinary acts of bravery we help each other embody every day. This we need to remember as well. Courage is not only noble, not only one of the spiritual virtues, it's contagious. The bravery that makes it into the history books may save the world, if they tell the truth about it, but our ordinary courage keeps each other going. Watching someone else make it through another day helps us endure. Witnessing someone else confront bigotry allows us to be more open about who we are. They say that courage is found by digging deep, but most often it's passed on. We are in this life together. We cannot kindle the flame of love and justice by ourselves. We need one another to go on.